0: Welcome to Pleasant Grove Church, where Reverend Dr. Classy M. Preston is the pastor. A place where the word of God impacts and transforms your life. Let's listen to a power-packed message already in progress.
1: Hallelujah. Do you believe? God always provides. Oh, you're going to make me preach in a minute. Okay, so when he came to Galilee... The Galileans welcomed him since they had witnessed all that he had done in Jerusalem at the festival, for they too had gone to the festival. And then he came again to Cana in Galilee, where you remember the story where Jesus turned the water and, and to wine, right? And now Jesus is back, and Jesus encounters a royal official whose son lay ill in Capernaum. This royal official did four things, and I want you to make note of them. First of all, the official heard that Jesus was coming from Judea to Galilee. The second thing is that the official went to pursue Jesus on behalf of his son. And thirdly, he begged Jesus to come down and heal his son, for he was at a point of death. And the fourth thing he did is that the man believed on the spot when he encountered Jesus. And I wanted to ask all of us today, do you really believe? I have discovered that faith is like love. Either you have it or you don't. There is no middle ground. And as human beings bound in flesh, we sometimes talk about love as, it, as, it, as if it is a convenience, but love is a decision that I love you and I will love you regardless of how you act and what you do, but my love is my love. And it's time for us to understand that love has nothing to do with your backache, your headache, when you don't feel good, when you don't want to be bothered, and all of that. Love is a decision just as faith is a decision. And either you believe God or you don't. There is no middle ground. The Bible says that we cannot serve two masters. We will either love one and hate the other, so you can't be in between. And the first lesson, church, is I want to remind you as some of us have been in the in-between stage too long. And it's time for us to declare who we are in Christ Jesus and walk in faith as God has taught us. It's time for us to stop being lukewarm, and it's time for us to truly say, I believe in God, with all of my heart, soul, mind, and strength. And this is a story about a crisis in the life of a parent. Can I get a witness? Faith is an invitation to go beyond what we can see, touch, measure. And it is, trust is based on past experiences, good and bad. Just as capacity to be present and easy person, Jesus is. I have discovered that life happens to all of us. Life happens to all of us. Children die. Parents die, parents get sick, children get sick, COVID appears, cancer appears, employment disappears, finances fade. But above all, God is still God. And what's interesting about this story to me is that the Royal official knew that he did not have the capacity to bring the boy back to life. He needed a greater source of power. So what he did is that he took the initiative to go where Jesus was. Do you do that? Do you take the initiative to find Jesus? Do you take the initiative to search for Jesus? Do you go into prayer, and if Jesus doesn't show up, and you don't have voices in two minutes, you're ready to go on to something else? This man was willing to pursue Jesus. And Jesus said to them, without signs and wonders, the man believed Jesus. What Jesus was saying, Pastor Joseph, is that I don't want you to remember me as a man who could uh, do miracles, signs, and wonders. I want you to know me as the Messiah, the Son of God, who is truly the one God has sent for the salvation of the world. Think of the sick people right now that you know. I want you to write their names down. And as you look at the behavior of this official, I want you to ask yourself, how many of these people would be saved and rise up again because you took the time to pray for them? Because when we take the time to pray for others in the name of Jesus, Malik, then God begins to work. You see, the miracle for this man began to work when he realized that he had to believe, he had to believe in order to receive. So stop being skeptical. Either you believe or you don't. I'm cautious about the people I ask to pray for me. I have a top five because I know that there are so many people around me who do not really pray, do not really have a prayer life. And I know from a discerning spirit is that if you don't have time to pray for your household, you definitely do not have time to pray for mine. And so what we learn here is that we have Holy Ghost power. You ought to just try putting your hand out and reaching towards glory and ask God to bless somebody right now who needs to be raised up in the name of Jesus. I want to do a practice session. I want you to stand up, and I want you to put your hand out, and I want you to pray for that person right now that needs to be healed, needs to rise up in the name of Jesus. I want you to pray as if you believe that this is the prayer that is going to turn this person around. Right now, dear God, I pray for my family in Alabama. I pray, dear God, that you will bless them with power, with truth, oh God. And I pray that you will bless them with a relationship with Jesus Christ. I ask this blessing in the name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. It's not complicated. It's not complicated. And Jesus shows us that all of us should repent for our negligence. All of us should repent for our negligent, our uh, everyday commodity. We get what we want. We get what we want. We get what we pray for. We never came back to say thank you. We never came back to say, Lord, I thank you for the miracle in my life. And us is that God wants to be glorified. God wants us to be obedient. When I ask every day, Lord, who do you want me to pray for today? Who needs healing around them? Who needs to know that God still loves them? Jesus said, I did not come for sensationalism, but I came to offer salvation to everyone. Hallelujah. And I came to save a dying world. Jesus wanted to move the people from physical signs and wonders to spiritual strength of the faith that we can believe. Are you... Spiritually strong? Are you spiritually able to stand up and fight back on your own? I looked at some of the signs and wonders in the Bible. There are over 250 illustrations. But what Jesus was saying is that don't get caught up on the signs and the wonders. You got to get caught up in the person who delivered the miracles, the sign, and the wonders. It's in the book of Acts and chapter 2, verse 22. Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by gods with mighty works and wonders and signs that God did through him in our midst, as you yourselves know. Mark 16:20. and they went out and preached and confirmed the message by accompanying them. And we understand that with the disciples, they also were able to perform signs and wonders because they believed in the power of Jesus Christ. Take a look at eight, excuse me, Acts 8 chapter, verses 13. Even Simon himself believed. And after being baptized, he continued with Philip and seeing signs and great miracles performed. He was amazed. How many of you are waiting on a sign? How many of you are waiting on a sign from God? How do you know what it's gonna look like? Sometimes the sign will come in a person or a conversation. Sometimes a sign will come in a commercial on television. Sometimes a sign will come while you're in Bible study and the word opens up to you and you realize that the Lord is speaking to you. And sometimes a sign will come when you're just miserable and you don't think you can take any more. And the spirit of almighty God will bless you. What we see here is that Jesus was announcing to the people that he was about to give them another such sign that they might believe. Does your household believe? Do you believe? It was also designed as a challenge to the unbelief of the people, including the noblemen who was slow in committing themselves to Jesus Christ as a Savior, or is not limited by distance. When I pray for my mother right now in Alabama, I'm not physicist. It also reveals the kind And he received. He believed in what you believe. And if your faith is weak and you do not believe then you ought to be strong enough to say, to help my unbelief, what we're saying is, Lord, take over my life, my heart, my mind, my soul, so that the presence of Jesus' faith comes. This is his word, and the rain. If God gives you his, you are be intentional. we got to be trusting God. We have to be Second Timothy 1. Says, I don't feel in our relationship with Almighty God. I thought it was interesting that, the man made his way to Jesus. And when he encountered Jesus, he said, Lord, I want you to come because my son is dying. In that moment, Kelly, the Lord, the man had to decide, am I going to believe what this man is saying? Or am I going to stand here in doubt and let my son die? Jesus said, go your way. Your son's live." When's the last time that the Lord said to you, go your way? It's already done. I've already healed your mama. I've already raised up your father. I have already gotten rid of the cancer in his body. And and I have already cleansed you for sins. And I have already laid the foundation for your children. I have already done what you want to do in their lives. I have already blessed them in abundance. I have already given them the faith that they need. Go your way. And Jesus is saying, go your way. And the tension I find here is that many of us would still be standing there saying, "Lord, are you sure He's going to live? Lord, are you sure that He's going to be able to get up? Lord, is he going to have any life anymore? Lord, is he going to look the same? Lord is he going don't ask anything when the Lord says, "Go your way." And the word says that the man went his way said, Lord, if I had a congregation like that, we could take on Western Wake in a moment. Go your way. I have done the work. Go your way. I have already delivered. Go your way. I have already given you what you're asking for. So the man believed and received. He believed and he received. And the word of God says that he was on his way, don't you love the Lord? Alice? while he was on his way, the servants showed up along the road. And the word of God said the servants were saying, oh, guess what? He's alive. Guess what? He's alive. Your son is alive. Jesus already told him that the son was alive. But what if the man had not gone? What if he had not been obedient? And some of us right now are a hindrance to others because we're not obedient and we don't follow through. And the man looked at the servants, I was thinking that they were probably dancing in the street and they were saying, master, master, your son lives. And the man asked, he said, what time was it? What time was it when he was raised up? And the word of God said that they answered and said, it was at one o'clock in the afternoon. And the Lord said, oh, my God, he was just praising God. He said, that is the time that I was speaking to the Messiah. That is the time that I was speaking to the man who raised him up. That is the time that he spoke a word over my life. It was exactly at that time. Isn't it time for you to believe? Isn't it time for you to believe because men believed, guess what? His whole household believes. I don't know about you, but everybody in my family is not saved. Everybody in my family does not know Jesus. Everybody in my family does not repent or pray to the same God that I do. But I have confidence of one thing, is that the God who saved me will save anybody, And the God who delivered me will deliver my family. And the God who taught me his word has taught me to keep on praying whether I see it or not. Keep on believing whether I see it or not. You see, our households see us as we are. So if you're walking in faith, the people around you begin to ask, how does she do that? How do you stay in this relationship with a crazy person and you have to answer and say it's because of the mighty God that I serve? How do you stay in a dysfunctional family year after year? You got to that it's the God I serve that lifts me up. It's the God I serve that turned me around. It's the God I serve that gives me a forgiving spirit. And Jesus said, go your way. Just go your way. The next time you're praying, I want you to think about those. Just go your way. Because if you truly have a relationship with God, if you truly have a relationship with Jesus Christ, then you need to believe that you can go your way. And you can trust the Lord. Sandra, can you trust the Lord with your mother in Jersey? Pastor Joseph, can you trust the Lord with your father in New Jersey? I'm just asking you, Kelly, can you trust the Lord with Jade? I'm just asking, Alicia, can you trust the Lord in raising your body up? Did you trust the Lord on your way to the hospital the other day? Benita, can you say, I trust the Lord with all I have. I trust the Lord with my mind. I trust the Lord with my family. I trust the Lord with my home. I trust the Lord with my future. But Jesus was giving the man a greater picture. In physical death, there is no other life. In physical death, there is no afterlife. But when we die in Jesus, when we die in relationship with Jesus, we have life on the other side. And I thank God for life on the other side. And I thank God that Jesus can raise us up and deliver us to the other side. I thank God that Jesus is able to do what we cannot do. Go your way, in the name of Jesus. Go your way and trust in the Lord. Praise team, will you come? So he, all of his household was saved. Let's not make salvation complicated, because the Bible says that all we have to do is confess with our mouth, believe in our hearts, and we shall be saved. Oh, I thank you, God. We confess right now, dear God, we're sinners, and we need to be saved by your grace and mercy. And Lord, we thank you right now that you can change our hearts and take up residence. You can't come and live in us now because we're so unclean, oh God. But your Holy Ghost power raises us up and allows us to lift up holy hands in the name of Jesus. And in Mark 11, 22 to 24, Jesus answered them saying, have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that what he says will come to pass it will be done for him therefore i tell you whatever you ask for hallelujah whatever you ask in prayer whatever it is you want god to do whatever you need the lord to
0: do Believe that you have already received it. Believe that it's already yours. Yes. And it will be. Yes. And it will be. Yes. Believe you are healthy. Believe you are happy. Believe you've been delivered. Believe.
1: Believe. And receive. Thank you, God. Believe. That is all already done.
0: Thank you for listening. It is our prayer that this message will enlighten and empower you to do the will of God. If you have a prayer request or prayer report or like additional information on Pleasant Grove Church or other recorded messages, come visit us in person or write to us at Pleasant Grove Church, Post Office Box 3603, Cary, North Carolina, 27519, or call us at 919-363-5198. Or visit us on the web at www.pgc-carry.org. Thank you again.